welcome to the Conscious Parenting Paradigm Podcast. I am your host, France Taillard, the HD Parenting Coach and Certified Conscious Parenting Coach. My goal is to create ease in your family through human design and conscious parenting, to bring more connection, joy, self-expression, emotional intelligence, spirit, and energy into your life to guide you to reconnect with your true self so you can bring more love and joy in your homes and confidently parent your child the unique way they crave to be parented. I'm here to have conversations to guide you and pave the way for a whole new parenting experience for yourself and your children. Join me and let's explore this path together. Hello and welcome. It is France here. Today, we are going to be diving into what you need to do to break generational patterns, okay? So you might be listening on Instagram, IGTV, on TikTok Live, or even on my podcast. So wherever you are, I want to welcome you. Here are the things we are going to be diving into today, okay? There's going to be three things we're going to be talking about. Why so many parents face challenges with breaking those generational patterns. Two, one of the myths that is most commonly known about healing right now and for the last little while. And then three, one thing that you can do to start breaking generational pattern and to create the life that you desire for your child. So let's dive in. First off, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about my own experience, okay? And I want you to know that there's no need to, you know, I'm not a perfect parent and I don't know anybody out there who is a perfect parent. And that goes back to how we were actually parented ourselves, okay? Like my journey and who I am today is because of the way that I was parented and it's perfectly the way that it is right? And my parents, I know they did the best they could with the information they had. So when you start looking at shifting generational patterns, well, for the most part, we parent how we were parented, unless we have the intention and the desire to parent otherwise, okay? And our parents did the best that they could. So it's not a matter of jumping into blame or shame or guilt or anything like that, okay? And the really beautiful thing is that for for most people, they used to fall into, um, you know, this midlife crisis at around age 50 or 60. But now I'm seeing a big shift where people are actually like, creating the shifts that they desire. And to me, what a midlife crisis is like, okay, this is not who I am. This is not the life that I desire to be. Who am I actually at my core? And it's when you start to soul search and to go within, right? And for, um, for most people before it was known, you know, that usually happened in their 50s or 60s, but I'm seeing it happening younger and younger in their 20s and their 30s and in their 40s. And the beautiful thing about that is that our children get to feel the effect of that sooner. But my mom, I don't even remember when she kind of fell into that. I think it was probably around eight-ish years ago that she really went deeper into her own healing and discovering who she is at her core outside of being a mom of four and a wife, right? And we've been doing this alongside together. 
And now with different tools that I have created or accumulated over the last little while, I'm actually involving my daughter into this. So me and my mom, I'm at age 30, been doing it for almost 10 years. My mom is doing it. She's in her 50s. And then I'm also implementing these tools with my daughter who is five, which is just so beautiful. So what I discovered is that healing is an attitude right? It's not like one and done. I'm going to meditate once and everything will be better. I'm going to do this, you know, special thing. I'm going to go on a retreat once and everything will be better. It's not what you do once in a while that matters, but it's what you do most of the time that matters. So kind of letting go of that um, one. I see a lot of people kind of falling into that dark depression in order to try to find themselves, right? But healing doesn't happen in that darkness it can it can but for the most part you need to be at the frequency of healing in order for the healing to occur right we all know that if we cut ourselves our body's going to heal if we break our arm bones are going to heal right we might need to mobilize it for a little bit but it is going to heal but why don't we believe that our emotional wounds and our mental and our other physical wounds can heal as well you know if we give it the right environment the right circumstances Okay, so I'm here to shift the idea around what healing and what breaking generational pattern looks like, because it doesn't need, in fact, it shouldn't look all dark and depressed, right? Because that's not where that energy, the light energy, the energy of love is living, right? Okay, so let's dive in into some of the mistakes that I see as a coach, maybe that I've done myself, and then I see just you know, being a projector in this world, being able to get that bird's eye view of situations to see how it can be shifted. Okay. So wanting to break generational generational patterns early on is very common for mom right now, like I just mentioned. Okay. That is why I am talking about this here. So where do I see my clients go wrong? Okay. So here are three things that I want to share with you. We parent the way that we were parented. So I was talking to a friend last night and she was telling me, you know, like, I want to be an intentional parent. I want to shift those generational patterns and I have the right intention, but like, I need more tools and I need more support because I'm finding one of the things that my mom did that I didn't love is like, I would talk to her and I felt like she would just be like, mm -hmm, yeah, okay. Uh-huh. But she didn't actually really listen to me to my core and I didn't really feel heard. And she's like, I don't want to do that to my kids, but I find myself doing it. I have the intention not to, but why am I still doing it, right? So it's like having that next level of support, not just the intention, not just the desire, but actually taking the action to do it, okay? Getting the support, getting the tools. And what that does is that, you know, for, for example, this generational pattern, okay? It, it's pretty simple. It's not... You can think, well, it's not that harmful. But what it does in the moment is that it impacts your connection with your child in the moment. And it actually, um, you know, when we speak to our child and when we see them and when we hear them for who they really are at their core level, they are going to feel completely different. Like if you can think about like when you've had a conversation with uh you know an adult maybe recently in a relationship and you're like you're talking to them and they're on their phone and you're like they're like uh-huh yeah yeah but they're not actually listening to you you don't feel connected to them 
right? But yet we do this to our children all the, all the time. And then we wonder why we have these problems, these behavior problems coming up. We, we wonder why they're not willing to be cooperative when we ask them to do something or when we need their help with something, right? And then, so those are kind of things that we can see right in the moment. But what about when they're like later in their lives, when they're teenagers, right? The teenage years can be beautiful or they can be challenging, right? Or maybe a mix of both. But how the first 10, 11, 12 years of their lives are and how present and how you can have a deep, authentic connection with them will kind of dictate how those years are going to go by, right? The other mistake that I see people make is that they don't know who they are. I didn't know who I was until recently. And it's funny because I am very much an intuitive being. And intuitively, I've, been, I've known what was right and wrong for me for a number of years, even as a teenager. But I didn't really know why I felt that way. So a few years ago, I discovered human design and it just like, it resonated so much with me. If you're familiar with human design, let me know. Okay. But it resonated so much with me because I was like, oh my God, I've felt this way for so long, yet I didn't feel that it was right because that's not how society lives. Right. So it gave me permission to be who I am. It gave me the clarity of who I am at my core, at my true authentic self, without the conditioning from my parents, from society, from everything, right? Who I am at my core. So when we know who we are, one, we just feel so much better. And then it's easier to parent. And then we can dive into our children's human design. And when we know who they are, the guesswork is gone. We're able to parent them the way they need to be parented, the way is right for them, not the way we're guessing, right? So, and, you know, you can even go deeper and discover your parents' human design and depending on the level of relationship you have with them. But I've been going through alongside this journey with my mom for the last year and a bit and more, but with human design piece. And it's just so, so beautiful because I'm able to understand why she is the way she is and why she does the things she does. And I can see all her conditioning and it's allowing me to understand her more, which allows me to love and accept her at a deeper level than I ever have before. And knowing that information about me allows me to know myself at a deeper level than I ever have before and to love myself and to accept myself. And then same thing for my daughter. And that is how we can start to shift those generational patterns. Because I've noticed, I've realized that over the last year, without really being, having my focus on shifting generational patterns, because I've been focused in the human design piece and consciously parenting with human design, I have been able to shift these generational patterns. And I'm like, that's really cool. Right. And it kind of just happens when you understand you can do different. Okay. And then they try to do it the wrong way. Okay. So I talked about it a little bit before, but they desire it, they want it, but they don't take the action steps. 
It's okay to say, I have the intention to break these generational patterns. I have the intention to pay attention and to, you know, really listen to my child when they talk to me. But then do we actually do it? To in the moment, do we actually do it, right? And what I found works really well is when you're able to get that support and to get the tools. And what I discovered for kids, when you're trying to do these things, they need tools, right? If you're trying to implement more mindfulness in your life, I can do it and just meditate, sit down and meditate and it's fine. It doesn't work so well for my daughter and for most kids, right? They need to have tools. So, and then again, just reminding you that, so you have the intention and then are you taking the action steps? What are you doing behind the scenes to create the shifts that you desire to see, right? Because you have the intention, but you're not doing anything. You're not investing time, money, or energy into learning, understanding why you are the way you are, why these generational patterns are going on. So what are you going to do? You're not going to take action in the moment, right? So if you're not taking, like what it does with like the reason why, you know, you may have heard me talk about before, or meditating doesn't, you don't meditate to be good at meditation. You meditate to be good at life. You meditate to be a better parent, to be more patient. And you need to do it regularly. I'm going to, I'm not going to say daily, but as often as possible to practice so that in the moment you're able to do it, right? So if we take this to, let's say, so it could be like, if you desire to be more patient with your child, and that's a pattern you want to break because your parents were not patient with you and it just blew up all the time. Well, you need to do the steps behind the scenes in a consistent way so that in the moment you're able to tap into that patience. It doesn't just happen like that. There's actual tools and support that you can lean on to help you do that, right? If you want to be more, um, give your child more undivided attention when they talk to you, you need to practice before so that in the moment you're able to do it, right? And understanding who you are and who they are and who maybe even your parents are at their core will help you achieve that, okay? And then stepping into the frequency of what you desire, right? Healing is an attitude, stepping into that frequency of healing and that happens by shifting our energy by meditation right the solution if you're if you're if where you are right now is not where you desire to be then this is not where you're going to find the solution you need to shift you need to tune into a different frequency you need to shift your energy you need to tune into a different vibration in order to tap into this okay so what happens when we do this? What happens when we make these mistakes, right? Or sorry, when we stop making these mistakes? One, we have the intention. The intention is then met with support, which leads us to deeper understanding, right? Support and tools. And then we take the action. Probably not going to be perfect the first time you do it, right? But the more you have the intention, you get those tools, you get that support, and you take the action proactively, meaning not in the moment. Because when, so let's say you, 
Let's say you breathe, you breathe, okay? You do a breathing practice and there's a breath work practice, alternate nostril breathing, okay? That is really good for uh, preventing freakouts. But if you, when you do it, not in the moment, when you do it, for example, five minutes every morning or five minutes once a day, it practices you for when you actually need it, right? And if you don't do this proactively, then you may or may not remember to do it in the moment. And not just that, but in the moment, your freak out is not gonna be a freak out the more that you practice it, right? And then that is how you can start to shift those patterns, okay? So it's the repetition. When we practice and we we deepen our understanding and really work with the tools we have to create the shifts that we desire to create, to create the life that we desire children and for ourselves to experience. It helps us in the moment. And in that practicing, it allows us to go deeper. It allows us to purify even more. Okay. So repetition, repeat, have that intention Invest the time, the energy, the money into understanding who you are, who your child is at their core. Grab the tools that you need to. Lean into the support with the tools and then take the action and continue to do that over and over and over and over again until one day you're going to be, oh my God, I, I've shifted the pattern. I've created a whole new pattern for myself, a, pa a pattern where I am patient and loving with my child, a pattern where I am deeply listening to them when they speak to me and they feel seen and heard. And wow, all of a sudden, I feel more connected with my child. My child's more cooperative. All the little weird behavior things that were going on, they're gone, right? doesn't happen overnight but it happens with repetition where we have the intention meet the tools meet the strategies meet the support and taking the action repeat 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 okay so like I mentioned before one of the biggest tools that I have used to guide myself and my clients through this is human design so as a certified conscious parenting coach what comes up when you know for conscious parenting is to parent your child their way it's really hard to parent your child their way if you don't know who they are because you're just going to fall back to how society expects you to parent or and or how you were parented so either it's going to take you a long time to drop your ego so that you're able to access that or you lean on support, you find the tools to help you do this. And what human design does is it gives you a blueprint. It's like that user manual of who your child is at their core. Okay. So I have a masterclass coming up all about this. It is on December, it says it above me, on December 9th at 11am. And the link is in my bio or in the show notes if you're listening to this on the podcast, okay? And this is going to be magical. 
I learned human design a little over a year ago. And when I first taught it to parents, I taught it the way that I was taught human design, right? But now I'm teaching it the way that I embodied it in a more practical bite-sized piece that is not so overwhelming. And then I've actually added the piece of actually teaching your child, which is intense, which is intense in a good way, right? I've made this very interactive program. There's a mix of videos and activities and dances and music and whatever, okay? There's a very nice blend in there to teach your child who they are. What that does is it allows you to accelerate this process of shifting and of creating the life that you desire. Because now it's not just based on you to create these generational shifts. Because, you know, every adult person that I've spoken to about human design, they're like, oh, I wish I knew this information when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, in my early 20s, whatever, right? It completely would have shifted what, how they would have been in this world because it gives you permission, it gives you clarity. Well, imagine as a five-year-old or a three-year-old or a nine-year-old or a 14-year-old knowing this information. When you know like what human design does, one thing that it does is it allows you to know yourself, to love and accept yourself at a deeper level. Well, I'm just thinking back to when I was a teenager, right? Or thinking ahead to when my daughter is a teenager. And okay, yes, we don't want our kids to do drugs and, you know, get into the wrong, with the wrong crowd or to have sex too early or these kinds of things, right? These are all things that go into our mind or to like have good grades or whatever, okay? We want the best for our kids. But think about this. If you know who you are at your core and you love and accept yourself for who you are, one, it also allows you to love and accept others for who they are. But the you might still experience with drugs or sex or whatever, but how you do it is very different. The energy behind it is very different, right? One energy is you're doing it because you're trying to escape this pain, because you're trying to figure out who you are. You're trying to fit in. The other one, when you know, love, and accept yourself, you're doing it just to try it. And you're able to just have a drink or two and not go crazy, right? You're able, you may try some drugs, you maybe not, but you're not doing it because you're trying to find yourself. You're doing it from this place of like, I'm just going to experience this and see how I feel, see if I like it or not, and then go from there, right? Very different energies, very different energies. And, you know, this adults doing this, it gives them that permission too. The more they know and love and accept themselves, the more they do things that are beneficial for them and they're not doing it. They're not falling to these um, clutches as I need this to survive or I need this to figure out who I am. They're doing it because it's like, I just want to experience this right now. And, but like, you know, I can take it or leave it. Right? That's a powerful thing to have and to know as a teenager and your whole entire life. Okay, so if you're interested in this free masterclass, the link is in my bio, but I also have a course. It is 
the Connected Family Accelerator, Consciously Parenting with Human Design 2.0, where I go into these levels, giving you the information for yourself as the parent to guide your child. And then level two is with for the parent and the child, so for the family, where you're doing this and you're connecting with your child and you're both getting to understand and know who they are and you're respecting them and you're giving them that voice and you're really making them feel seen and heard and know that they matter in a way that is unique to them, right? And then the third level is where you get also one-on-one support with me, okay? So all the information is on my website. The link is in my bio or in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to the Conscious Parenting Paradigm Podcast. I am your host, France Taillard, Certified Conscious Parenting Coach. You can find me on Instagram or TikTok at Coach France T. You can find my link to my website in the show notes or on my social media profiles. I would love it if you would subscribe to and rate this podcast. I will be doing multiple Ask Me Parenting episodes, so if you have any questions for me, please leave it inside a review on your favorite platform. Your feedback and support is so appreciated. See you next time where we will continue to explore conscious parenting together.